Folks, the Winnipeg Jets are about to hit the road for perhaps their toughest test of the season. A swing through Boston and Washington, where the Jets are going to be really hard-pressed to find even a single point. This will close out what has been a busy December and November for the Jets. But you know what? Even if they lose both games, it's been a heck of a ride. We'll take a look at what the Jets will need to defeat the Boston Bruins and Washington Capitals on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Now, on tonight's episode, like I said, uh, the Jets are about to hit the road after a big win against the Ottawa Senators, and they're going to be facing two of the uh, the tougher teams in the East to have to go on the road against Washington and Boston. And let me tell you, folks, this is going to be a, a very difficult test for a team that right now is ailing from illnesses, injuries, and general fatigue. It's been a heck of a ride for the Jets so far, sitting at 21-10-1 uh, so far, which is pretty darn good if you're being honest. I mean, I don't think any of us had the Jets being this far ahead in the race for a playoff spot, second in the division, just trailing the Dallas Stars by a single point, and only because Dallas has played a little bit more than the Jets have, right? You know, Winnipeg by points percentage is actually better than the Stars. And, you know, you look at the regulation and overtime wins and stuff, and the Jets are sitting pretty pretty. So uh, it's it's been overall a great year. But, you know, heading off into the Christmas break, the Jets have, well, they've not only got the best team in the NHL that they're going to be facing in Boston, but a, a squad that just kind of ripped them apart the other night, you know, with some pretty, pretty uh, fantastic scoring thanks to guys like Kuznetsov and Ovechkin, um, in, in Washington. So it's, it's going to be a tough test, right? But let's take a look at the Bruins. So Boston this year is sitting first in the NHL and you look at their team and they're a very unusual squad. When you look at squads that are top of the league at around this time of the year, usually we've seen the Colorado avalanche when they're at full health in the top spot this year, things haven't really gone according to plan for them, but that's a team that's got a lot of younger players, um, with a couple of older veterans. You look at the New Jersey Devils, who are around the top of the league. Very young team, lots of young, super-skilled talent with a couple of veteran players. The Bruins sit on the very other end of the spectrum where they're first with a bunch of guys who are probably closer to retirement than they are you know, in the primes of their careers. And they're backed by a host of guys who are right now maybe in the tail ends of their prime years, but this team plays such fantastic hockey as a cohesive whole. 
you know, Jim Montgomery has the squad playing even better than it did under Bruce Cassidy. Now, I will say that a lot of their top players maybe have somewhat inflated shooting percentages, um, but you look at the power play scoring that they're doing and how they're creating offense on a pretty consistent basis. There's not a lot of reason to really doubt just how good this Boston Bruins team really is. And looking at their top scorers, we've got to watch out for a number of players. Pasternak, of course, is the immediate number one danger man. Um, I mean, if, if it's anyone else, I mean, it, you just know that Pasta is always going to be darn near at the top of their list for scoring. This dude is basically their equivalent to Philip Forsberg. You know, he's one of the lead offensive creators, one of the most gifted scorers in the entire league. And I'm sure that Pasta will be on a number of ballots for different awards, uh, maybe even in the running for the Rocket Richard, certainly in the running for maybe the Hart and a number of other trophies, right? So Pasta, he's having a monster year, 43 points in 31 games, 21 goals and 22 assists. That is insanity. This dude is obliterating goalies left and right. He's got 10 power play goals. So, you know, if you if you take a penalty against this Bruins team, it's probably not going to end well for you. Then in second place, you've got Taylor Hall with 27 points. After that, it's Bergeron, Marchand, Krejci, DeBrusque, even Hampus Lindholm, all hovering in the 23 to 27 point range. So a lot of really good players here uh, who are contributing tons of great offense. McAvoy, since coming back from injury, has been a force again. And you're getting solid depth contributions from players like Zacha, uh, Coyle, Felino. And I think it's going to be tough for Winnipeg. Now, I, I do think the Jets actually match up decently well when it comes to the bottom six. But I, I think where it's going to be a problem for Winnipeg is trying to stop that that top six. I think, you know, Boston's front six players, um, you know, Marchand, Bergeron, Hall, Pasternak, this is going to be a unit that's almost impossible to shut down. And because Bergeron is playing at such an elite level defensively, Winnipeg is going to have to really stretch the ice quickly. I think the Bruins do have, you know, maybe a little bit of pace issue, but because they're so good at dominating control of the puck, it's generally not been that much of an issue. And so the Jets are going to have to figure out how to get in behind and really stretch the ice, but they're also going to be wary of giving up counters. I think for me, this is probably one of the most automatic schedule losses I could possibly imagine. And it's not because the Jets are a bad team, far from it. It's more like this Bruins team just beats pretty much everyone they face. Uh, the Bruins right now have a ridiculous record. They are currently um, in first with 25-4-2, and and I don't know how you stop them. I mean, they have a plus 54 goal differential. They have a ridiculous record. At home, they're darn near perfect. They have zero regulation losses at home. Zero. Um, so yeah, the jets, if you're asking for a real barometer of where this Winnipeg team is in comparison to the truly elite, elite teams of the NHL, you don't get any better than this squad and Linus Ulmark for, uh, their goaltending has been fantastic. Um, I mean, they're just complete on both sides of the puck. They're complete. So if you want Winnipeg to really feel the pressure of playing truly the class of the NHL, this is it. This is the barometer to get a sense of what the Jets are capable of as a team. And not only are they going to face the Bruins, but the night after, they get a dose of the Washington Capitals. And we'll talk about how the Caps are doing in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at BetOnline.net. 
BetOnline is your number one source for all of the sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis you need this season, including trends and odds for professional and amateur leagues. If you're wanting to follow up on college bowl season, they've got you covered with college football news and updates the whole way through. They've also got ice hockey. They've got international football action, and they've got everything in between, including automotive sports, baseball, and of course, horse racing, if you're into that. But if you want to take a step back from sports and maybe change uh, change the pace up a little bit, they've got some Vegas casino games for you as well, because they know not all of you have your lives revolving around sports 100% of the time. But if it does, be sure to check out their great sports podcasts and news articles, because they want you to stay plugged into your favorite sports at all times. And of course, they are the easiest and fastest way to get your betting fix in. So register for a free account right now on your laptop or mobile device at betonline.net because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We're taking a look at uh, Winnipeg's upcoming uh, end of the weekend, really end of December schedule. Uh, Obviously, they probably will have a couple of games after the 26th. But until then, you know, the Jets have some really difficult opponents um, closing out this week in Boston and, uh, of course, Washington. So Bruins, I I think that's going to be a loss. Um, and again, like I said, not because I think the Jets are bad, but because it's it's just a tough team to have to go on the road against. They haven't lost in regulation at home. Uh, Hellebuck might be a little bit sick. We're going to see if he's going to be in any shape to really play. And uh, Boston, I mean, they're just obliterating every single opponent that they face. So tough, tough, tough. The more winnable game will come against the Washington Capitals. And I say winnable in in quotes because... Let's be honest, I think the Caps are also a pretty tough opponent on the road. Before we dive into who we should be worried about and how the Caps are doing, just wanted to recommend that you make out uh, make your second listen, Locked on Sports Today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less are brought to you with instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's Take of the Day, all available on Locked on Sports Today, which you can find on your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube for, for a free subscription. So, Please be sure to follow and subscribe right now because we really appreciate your support and uh, hope that you enjoy Locked On Sports today. Now, looking at the Caps, you know, they are kind of in a similar boat as to where the Bruins are. But unlike the Bruins, they're not playing nearly as well. Uh, The Caps are, are not the elite team that they used to be. This squad is struggling with depth issues, with injuries and a whole host of other issues. Um. But you know what? The one talisman, talisman that's been the the lead of this this team's heart has been Ovechkin, and he's still potting plenty of goals. You know, he's he's got thirty six points in thirty four games. He's got twenty goals on the season and continues to slap power play markers left and right in. And then after him, you've got Kuznetsov, Strom, Carlson, Sherry, and Mantha, plus Johansson and, and Gustafson. But you know, you look at the scoring distribution, and after Sherry, Mantha you start to realize it's it's tailing off pretty quickly. You know, you're going from like over a point per game and then all of a sudden with Kuzi, it completely drops off to a bit under a point per game. Still a very good team, right? Uh, still some really elite scorers, but the Caps this year, you know, they, they, they've constantly lost players who are really important. Backstrom is only just starting to uh, get healthy now to potentially come back sometime in the near future if they can figure out how to get his cap space handled. Um, Mantha hasn't really been as much of a force this year as I think they were expecting. Still a phenomenal winger and still somebody that if the Jets were to trade for him, I'd very much endorse. But, you know, I think it's been a tougher, tougher start to the season. 
Uh, Oshi just went down with some injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out, but look, Oshi is is really, really elite. Even when um, he's not 100%, this guy is one of their most creative forces. And so for him to miss time is going to be really hard for Washington to replace. Probably impossible if we're being honest. They barely have uh, you know enough healthy forwards to really dress a full starting 12 up front anyways. So any injury is just going to put a lot more stress on this team, which you know, they're they're barely hanging on to a playoff spot right now. And I would expect that in this game, it's going to be a bit of a dogfight. And I think for the Jets, they have, you know, something that they want to prove. Winning in D.C. has always been very elusive for this Jets team. I don't even know if they've done it recently. If they did, it's been probably a few years. Uh, the Jets have certainly beaten the Caps at home, but it takes a superhuman effort. And even when the Jets have gotten close to beating D.C. on the road, they've usually uh, fallen just short and like, overtime or something um and after the last game against the caps did not exactly go according to plan i think winnipeg will have a bit of a chip on its shoulder but if we saw you know you know what we saw with with the game against the kraken is any indication i think it's going to be really hard for winnipeg to really muster up enough energy to defeat washington i mean they're facing the bruins the night before right if the jets were so tired facing vancouver and they weren't even pushing it 100 percent how exactly are they supposed to recover in time to face DC, uh, you know, less than 24 hours later? I, I guess the one advantage is, is it's not going to be like a time zone change. And the distance from Boston to DC is relatively short. But by the same token, I mean, these two teams are brutal matchups on the road. I think the Jets are, are certainly still dealing with illnesses. You know, Pierre-Luc Dubois didn't exactly sound 100%. And the rest of the team probably has you know, similar issues with fitness, uh, plus any lingering injuries that they haven't been able to uh, heal up from. So I don't know, I would be shocked if the Jets come away with a single point out of these two games. And again, like I said, it's nothing to do with the the quality of the Jets or anything like that. I think the team is just tired. I think they're worn out. And I think that they're running out of of, of players to really try and, you know, who can really try and step up and carry the burden for all of the injuries and illnesses that the team is dealing with. So Winnipeg just kind of has to make it through these last couple of games. They'll head a three day break and finally get some rest. I think it'd be really nice for them. Uh, you know, they've really done a phenomenal job of getting to this point, but they certainly could use some time off and some time with family so that they can try and rest and recuperate and at least heal for at least you know, just a couple of days and, and get a few extra hours of sleep. It's been a tough, tough past couple of weeks, but I think the Jets have, have weathered it admirably. And, uh, you know, for this run up until the Christmas holiday, I think it's been a phenomenal start to the season for the Jets. They're what, you know, around 32 games through the season already. It's kind of flying by, but the Jets continue to soar above all of the circumstances. And I, I hope that they continue to do so as they start off 2023. Now, in just a little bit, we'll take a look at Winnipeg's upcoming schedule after that uh, and see, you know, if there are any points to be had for Winnipeg, maybe a couple of easier matchups. Uh, supposedly, I've heard people say that Winnipeg's schedule for 2023 should be on the easier side, uh, but I don't think it's going to be that easy, relatively speaking. So we'll dive into their next opponents and see who might await Winnipeg after the break. Before we go any further, though, I do want to uh, let you know about a really important message that some folks are sharing Obviously, you know, impaired driving this season for a lot of you is is something to keep in mind, especially with friends and family. You might know some folks who probably need to hear this message, but 
you know, if you know that uh, driving high, it, it's considered driving under the influence. I'm not sure if a lot of you are aware of that, but driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is actually legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, think again. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, and your parents can tell too. Everyone's going to know, and it's just not something that you really want to be caught doing, right? What makes you think law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? They can tell because they can see slowed response time. They can see how, you know, your, your change in perception of time and speed. You might not be able to control your vehicle as, as carefully. And, you know, even if you think you're fine driving while high, you're definitely not. Because the bottom line is if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI, paid for by the NHTSA. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Jets. We're just uh, previewing quickly Winnipeg's upcoming schedule after their brutal matchups against the Bruins and Caps uh, before the Christmas break. The Jets have <laughs> not an easy, easy schedule, if I'm being 100% honest. Um, but thankfully, the first couple of opponents, at least, they, they will have some wiggle room to try and squeeze out a win. You know, the first game back on the following Tuesday, December 27th, will be against the Minnesota Wild at home, which is good. You know, a home game, we always love to see Winnipeg taking care of business on their own ice. Um, I think the Jets should be able to come away with a victory here, but the, the Wild actually have been winning uh, a number of games recently. They're on a five-game win streak, and it seems like their goaltending might have finally turned around. So that could be a problem if Gustafson and Nett is, uh, you know, the lead number one goalie that he might actually be for this team. Um so if the Jets win that game, right, then they've got the Canucks on Thursday, which should be another victory. I think, you know, one point out of the wild game at least would be nice. Two points out of the Canucks game, definitely a thing that they should probably be coming away with. I think Vancouver is a very soft opponent, relatively speaking, and we've seen the Jets just kind of rip them apart over the past couple of matchups. And then the Jets get the Oilers and Flames. Uh, Oilers will be on the road, which is relatively difficult to deal with McDavid, but thankfully the Oilers goaltending, not McDavid level. So uh, the Jets might be able to come away with at least a point there. And then the home game against the Flames on Tuesday, January 3rd, I think is setting up for a good opportunity for the Jets to come away with another victory. I think Winnipeg has all of the opportunities here to uh, potentially get somewhere between, I don't know, maybe three out of six to four out of six points. Obviously, they're not going to win all of these games. If they do, that'd be pretty darn fantastic. But I would expect at least a loss there somewhere just because you can't win every single game. Uh, there are very few teams that do, and that's like the closest anyone's gotten is Boston this year uh, with their ridiculous 25-4-2 record or whatever it is. But after that, you know, the Jets are going to have some real fun opponents coming through. They're going to be facing the Lightning. Uh, the Sabres, who have a ridiculously high-scoring offense. Um, the Pens, who are playing at an elite level. Sprinkled in with some you know, Canucks and, and Red Wings action. Certainly not teams that you want to take lightly, but that the Jets should be able to handle. And then after that, you know, Winnipeg's got a whole host of other squads. They'll be facing Nashville, Arizona, uh, Montreal, Toronto. So a very interesting mixture of squads coming up over the next few weeks. And I think it gives the Jets a real opportunity to potentially match themselves up against some of the best of the East. I think the Eastern Conference is the one to beat this year. The West is not as good, uh, unfortunately, but if the Jets really want a barometer and a litmus test for where they stand against, you know, squads like Boston, 
maybe even against Toronto and some of these other teams, this is the opportunity for them to really strut their stuff and put the rest of the NHL on notice that the Jets are back. Um, but I'd be curious to know how many wins you think the Jets might come away with. Let me know in the comments below or at my social medias at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Uh, before we log off, I just wanted to say, you know, obviously this week, uh, Friday, we're going to be taking off for the holidays. Same with the following Monday. So we'll be back with coverage on following Tuesday. Uh, enjoy the break, and I hope that you all have a wonderful holidays with whomever you want to spend it with. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Again, thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to make your second listen Locked On Sports today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. Get the analysis and the opinions before anyone else with our local and, na and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports today is available on YouTube and all of your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go!